0: This is Conversations on Public Health. We all know the value of eating nutritious meals, but did you know that when you eat could make a difference to your health? That's what a new study led by Harvard School of Public Health researchers Leah Cahill and Eric Rim found. They looked at a large population of men over a 16-year period and found that that nagging advice from your parents when you were a kid to eat your breakfast had some sound science behind it. Welcome, Eric. So. I eat breakfast every morning, but if I was a man who regularly didn't, what does your study tell us?
1: Well, this was the first study that had the opportunity to look at the health effects of skipping breakfast and risk of coronary heart disease. And what we found in this study of, over, of almost 27,000 male health professionals was that men who skipped breakfast had a 27% higher risk of coronary heart disease than men who reported consuming regular breakfast. Our findings uh, were intriguing in part because there had been many have been many short term studies that have looked at the biological effects of skipping breakfast. So for instance, there have been randomized studies where they randomize half the people to skipping breakfast and half the people they provided breakfast. And in those studies, what they found is that the skippers had higher rates of high cholesterol, of high blood pressure, of higher fasting insulin levels than those that were provided breakfast over a relatively short period of time. So for us, that meant that that likely translates into higher risk of long-term chronic risk of coronary heart disease. And in fact, that's what we found is that the breakfast skippers who regularly skip breakfast uh, over, in this case, 16 years of follow-up, truly had a higher risk of having heart disease compared to those men that reported regular breakfast consumption. So it's always been the case
0: um, that people should eat a healthy diet, but this study says that the timing of meals is important.
1: That was one of the reasons that we initiated this study was because for decades, our research group here at the School of Public Health has studied the, the health effects of the quality of the meal on risk of coronary heart disease. And we've studied things like fiber and vitamins and types and quality of fat and quality of carbohydrate. But this is really now expanding that work. And several of us have started to look not only at the quality of the diet, but really the frequency or how individuals consume their their food. And I think it's really important to note that those individuals that skip breakfast likely have a very different meal pattern during the rest of the day. Uh, in our case, we found they didn't make it up with extra times or extra frequency of meals or snacks, but likely what they did is eat a lot more and the few times they did eat, likely during lunch and dinner. So it does point to the fact that an overall diet pattern is very important, not just in the quality of the food, but really in how the food is consumed. What is it that actually happens in the body
0: when someone misses their breakfast?
1: That's really a, likely a complicated question that um, has many different answers. Uh, in that an individual who has their last meal, let's say at 7 or 8 p.m. the night before, and then skips breakfast and doesn't eat again until 12 o'clock the following day, that's 16 hours where the body does not have a new caloric source. And so there's lots of compensation for the fact that there's not energy uh, available. So that could be the breakdown of fat, could be the, even the breakdown of some muscle. But that breakdown of fat, uh, short term, can lead to higher triglyceride levels, actually can lead to higher acute spikes in blood pressure, and can be uh, lead to higher levels of, of cholesterol in the blood. So one or two times a week is probably not the end of the world, but you can imagine doing that every day can lead to extra stressors on the body, which over the long term can lead to increased risk of coronary heart disease. So then what exactly is it about
0: breakfast that seems to act in a protective way in the body?
1: Well, in our study, we weren't able to measure exactly what each man was Mm -hmm. consuming for breakfast for that particular meal. But we do know that in many cases, individuals who consume breakfast, that can be a healthier a healthier meal it can be a meal that's high in fiber or whole grains if someone's having a, a cereal grain or it can be a meal where someone has uh, yogurt and fruit it's a good protein source as well as a, a serving of fruit so in many cases it may just be that an individual is missing an opportunity to have a healthy meal uh, in our study we did account for the overall quality of the meal the overall quality of the diet uh, so it was not just uh, just the fact that it was different dietary patterns among individuals who skip breakfast versus not. So then it probably is likely the other biological factors that I mentioned that an individual who skips breakfast really has a biological compensation that the body is trying to make up for lack of calories, which acutely leads to increased triglycerides, cholesterol, high blood pressure, uh, and, and other uh, hormones that the body is reacting to lack of energy.
0: The study participants were predominantly white males. Do you think the results would be similar among women or other ethnic groups?
1: Well, all the available evidence from other studies, as well as some of our studies among women in the Nurses' Health Study, all point to the fact that the biological effects of skipping breakfast would be exactly the same among women as they are among men. If anything, the relationship may be stronger among women than among men. Um, there is really not a lot, of, a lot of evidence right now for the effects of skipping breakfast in other ethnic groups. Although uh, my postdoc who led this analysis, Dr. Leah Cahill uh, is taking uh, initial steps in looking at the effects of skipping breakfast uh, among uh, other ethnic minorities who, for which data are available and this relationship can be studied.
0: Many public health strategies call for things like having people exercise more or eat more fruits and vegetables, and we all know that's hard for many people to do. This seems like a public health finding that would be relatively easy for people to follow.
1: Yeah, I don't think we can forget about those tried and true methods for for public health and for chronic disease prevention. There's no doubt that exercise can be extremely beneficial, as can be eating a healthy diet and maybe more beneficial than what we're studying here. However, you're right. Uh, It's likely that in the range of 15 to 20% of the U.S. population does not eat breakfast. And it is such a simple message and one that does not require a huge change in lifestyle, does not require a lot of extra funds, and is a message that can be easily communicated through a primary care provider, through a nurse, through a, a public health professional, through you know, large-scale community health uh, uh, guidelines. So I do think that this is something that should be communicated better to the public and that it could have really a dramatic impact on weight gain, on diabetes, high blood pressure, and from our findings on coronary heart disease risk.
0: This has been a Harvard School of Public Health production. Please visit us on the web at www.hsph.harvard.edu.